Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Let us pray and ask the Lord to teach us. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that we can learn your word together, the principle in the Bible, how to live and not die, how to live a long life, to have victory in our finances, our family relationships, our emotions, our physical body and ministry, Lord. Lord Jesus, you came to give us life and give it more abundantly. You gave us, Lord, the Holy Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead, the spirit of life, the spirit who quickens our body, our mind, and our spirit. Lord, we believe you are the God of life. Therefore, we want to obey you and follow your principles, your instructions, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. I would like to talk about another principle of how to live and not die. In the past few times, we learned that, number one, put first things first. That was preached on Friday night. Put first thing first. What is the first things? God. We love God with all our heart. We seek His kingdom first. We love to worship Him, live a life of true worshipers, and also serve Him and seek His kingdom first. And when we do that, we have the right to ask God for anything according to the Bible. And after we live that way, we ask God, we need to ask God by faith. Therefore, we dare to ask Him for big things, like Joshua. We dare to ask Him for the things that are out of ordinary, unusual things. We believe God can do anything. But not only that, when we ask, we need to have faith. How do we have faith? We need to get scriptures that cover our case. We find all the promises and the scripture that cover the need. And when we pray and ask, we approach Jesus, approach the throne of grace with boldness and quote the scripture to him, claim the scripture. This is your promise. You will do it for me. You never lie. You shall perform what you say in the Bible. And when you pray that way, you see the result. Today, I will give you another principle. The key verse in this principle is in James chapter 4, verse 7. And when I read this scripture many years ago, I did not fully understand until lately, God showed me the principle here. James 4, 7 say, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. The Bible talks about the devil. The devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. So if you allow the devil to come into your life, his job is to kill you, to destroy you, to steal from you. If you notice carefully this scripture, the Bible in this scripture does not say this way. Resist the devil and he will flee from you, and you can do whatever you want. Did it say that way? No. What 
comes before resist the devil. The devil come and attack you, and you say stop. How can you stop him? The sentence that is so, so important is submit yourselves then to God. If you don't submit yourself to God, and you try to say devil stop, he will smile and say you are my friend. I don't submit to God either, and you don't submit to God. Therefore, I can do whatever I want. So the key is submit to God first. What does it mean? Submit to God. Submit yourself to God. Then the devil cannot do anything to you. And then when you say "get out of here," he will have to back off and run away from you. What does it mean to submit to God? Submitting yourself to God means submitting yourself. To the Word of God, because the Bible say clearly that God and the Word are inseparable. Let me read from the Bible here. I'm going to read many scriptures to show you the theology about the God and the Word of God. John chapter one verse one. Even though this scripture talk about Jesus, the Son of the Living God, but the Bible called Jesus the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The Bible clearly say that Jesus is called the Word, the Word, the Scripture here, the Bible, and Jesus are one. If you say you love Jesus, you love the Word, and you submit to the Word, and you want to obey the Word. The Word of God is referred in the Bible as water as well. The Word of God is water. Because God used the word to cleanse us. That's what the apostle Paul say in the book of Ephesians, chapter five, twenty-six to twenty-seven. I'm gonna lead you step by step by reading the scripture here. Ephesians five, twenty-six to twenty-seven, that He might, Jesus might, sanctify and cleanse her, her in the church, with the washing of water by the word. So God say, I wash my church with the word. And that's why when I preach the word, I like to read the scripture. I don't want to come up and give my own idea, talk about politics and all these things. I want to talk the word to cleanse the church, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she, the church, we, the church, should be holy and without blemish. The word of God. Is called the water. The word of God is Jesus Christ. The word and Jesus are inseparable. The together. So when we say I submit myself to God, it means I submit myself to the word of God. Let's look at Proverbs chapter four, twenty to twenty-one together. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. The Bible continues to say, because they are life to those who find them, and health to all their flesh. In other words, when you obey the word, when you keep the word of God in your life, it's health to you. It's a medicine. It's healing. It brings life. And healing to your body, in order to fight incurable disease, 
or cancer or any disease, you need to get into the Word of God, meditate on the Word of God, and claim the Word of God. We need to keep the Word of God in our eyes, in our heart. Don't let them go away from you. Keep them with you. You know why? Because when you have the Word, you have victory. You have miracles. You have life. You have breakthroughs. Because the Word of God, this book, contains the instruction of victory, contains the instruction how to fight the spiritual warfare. The Bible here contains all the promises of God that when you claim, you believe, and you pray according to the promises of God, you can see the miracle. You can see great things happen. The Word of God gives us victory. Therefore, we should be diligent in reading the Bible. Listen to good teaching, the biblical and anointed teaching. Get the Word of God into you. Read the Word of God. Memorize the Scripture. Meditate on the Word of God. Keep the Word of God inside you. What does it mean? Submit yourself to God. Not really submit yourself to the Word. Number two, you submit yourself to His Spirit. The way God speaks to us, He does it two ways. Number one, by logos. The word of God is local, written word. This is important. That's why I love the Bible so much. I love to study the Bible. I'm still growing. I don't know everything in the Bible. I'm still learning and growing. Two, you submit yourself to the Spirit, the Holy Spirit. Because the Spirit of God will tell you what to do, tell you what not to do, where to go, we call the voice from the Spirit, Rema, R-H-E-M-A. So in order to submit yourself to God and resist the devil, in a practical way, you submit yourself to Logo, the Bible, and you submit yourself to the Holy Spirit. You need to understand one thing. The Spirit and the Word are one. The Spirit of God never tells you to do something out of the Word of God. Therefore, if you don't know the Word and you hear some voice in your spirit, you may make a mistake. You think that that voice comes from the Holy Spirit. This is why as a pastor, as a shepherd of this flock, I produce so many teachings. I work so hard to the point that members say that I cannot catch up with you. You produce so many teachings. The reason I produce so many teachings is because I want you to know the Word. And then you know that the Holy Spirit is speaking to you in the world. There are three kinds of spirits. And you need to differentiate. You need to recognize the voice comes from which spirit? Number one, your own spirit. You can have all of your intellectual ability to think and to consider yourself. Your own spirit can tell you to do something. Number two, demonic spirits. Demons can speak to people. For example, if you hear the witness in your mind, in your brain, like this. Oh, don't go to church. Oh, hate that pastor. Hate that youth leader. Don't accept her. Hate her. I tell you, that is not from the Holy Spirit. That is from demon. Because God never says something the Holy Spirit never says something against his Bible and against the character of God. 
God's character is love, kind, mercy, righteousness, holiness. So you need to understand the word and you need to know God's character. Be careful. Don't be led by demonic teachings and demonic spirits because they come to kill you, to lie to you, to deceive you. This is the reason why our church believes in casting out demons. We cast out demons all the time in the church. I think I don't cast out demons often enough. I need to do more. Amen. We submit ourselves to the word and to the spirit. Let's look at Romans chapter 8 verse 14. I produce a teaching series called Spirit Let Living. I would like to encourage you. Go to New Hope International Church YouTube, New Hope IC in YouTube. Type in Spirit Let Living and that series going to show up and there might be about 24 lessons. I talk in detail how to be led by the Holy Spirit in detail. Romans chapter 8 verse 14, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, these are sons of God, not just sons, daughters too. When we are led by the Spirit of God, we are sons and daughters of God. And the Spirit of God will lead us according to the Word of God. We need to know the Word. We need to have fullness of the Spirit. Learn how to walk with the Spirit. That's why I love to pray for people, lay hands on people, get touched by the Spirit, fill with the Holy Spirit, learn how to yield with the Spirit. Sometime in a revival meeting, when I lay hand, this morning, one sister from Los Angeles shared with me that, Pastor Lau, you always tell me to surrender and to yield and let the Holy Spirit flow to me. So when God make me laugh, I always, always laugh this way. <laughs> but, I obey you. Last night, she obeyed my recommendation. So she just, boom, just laugh out loud. And she understand now. She's so full of glory, full of love, full of power. Because she learned how to yield to the Holy Spirit. When you yield in the Holy Spirit in revival meeting, you can yield to the Holy Spirit at the bus stop. During the surgery time, when I perform surgery, I listen to the Holy Spirit, and He told me, go here, there, do this, don't do that. I learn how to yield in revival meeting, so I can yield to the Holy Spirit during the surgery, during talking to my patients, during driving. I learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit all the time. And I know when the Spirit led me, He would not lead me out of the Scripture. Now, the Spirit, the Word. Let me read this interesting scripture. Why I talk about water. Why I talk about the Holy Spirit and the Bible. 1 John 5, 6-8. to This is an interesting passage of the scripture. This is he who came by water and blood. Jesus came by water and blood. He is the word and he shed his blood. Jesus Christ. Not only by water, not only by the word, but by water and blood. And it is the Spirit who bears witness because the Spirit is truth. The Bible talks about Jesus Christ, the Word. He is the water. He is the Word. And He also shed His blood, the blood and the Spirit. For there are three that bear witness in heaven. When you go to court, before you make a judgment on somebody that they are wrong, you need witnesses. You need to have all kinds of 
evidences and witness. And God said, there are three that bear witness in heaven. The Father, the Word, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit. Three. And these three are one. And there are three that bear witness on earth. Are we living on earth? Do you know how God lead us, guide us, protect us? By three witnesses. The spirit, the water, and the blood. And these three agree as one. What does it mean here? We are led by these three witnesses all the time. By the water, the word. Everyone say the word. The Bible. Two, the spirit. The Holy Spirit will guide us according to the word. The Holy Spirit never contradicts the water, the word. Three, the blood. What does it mean? It means that everything we do, if we are led by God, led by the spirit, led by the word, we will not forget about Jesus Christ. We always give glory to the Lord Jesus Christ. The blood represents the Lord Jesus Christ's sacrifice. So in our life, the way we walk every day, we submit ourselves to the word, to the water, to the spirit, and to the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. When I run this church, I don't run it for myself. I don't do anything for my own benefit. I want to give benefit to Jesus Christ. I keep my heart right all the time. Make sure my motive is right in pastoring the church. Not for my own name, my own reputation. Not for my own benefit, but for the benefit of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. I come to this point. You may say, Pastor, this teaching is so basic. Why are you talking about this? I've been a Christian for 40 years, for 100 years. Why are you talking some basic like this? <laughs> Let me explain to you. You may say to me, brother, Pastor Lau, I am a born-again Christian. I know God. My name is recorded in the book of life. I call myself Christian, and I believe I'm saved. But by the way, I have my own way. I run my own life. I make decisions on my own intellectual function. I have never been led by the Holy Spirit. Yes, I am a son and a daughter of God. The problem is this. There are obedient sons and daughters. And there are rebel sons and daughters. And if you are rebels, when the devil tries to attack you, you run your own life, you go your own way, you do your own thing, you never study the Bible, you never follow the Bible, you will never be led by the Spirit. And when the devil come and try to kill you with cancer, come and try to steal money from you, and you just keep doing your own things, you are rebels. What happened? When the devil tried to attack you and say, devil, get out of here. Devil will laugh. <laughs> I'm not going. You have no right to tell me. You have no authority to tell me to leave. Because all these times, you are rebellious against your heavenly father. Yes, you call yourself a believer, a born-again Christian. You call yourself a Disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. But you go off your own course. You do your own things. You never study the Bible. You never want to know what God's words say. You never been led by the Holy Spirit. I tell you the truth. 
That happened to me too. Many times in my life, I make my own decision, and then one day God corrected me, and I say, "I'm sorry, God. I repent. I'm not going to go that direction anymore." I remember long time ago, many years ago, when I and move in the spirit and cast out demons, and people get touched by the spirit. A group of rich people in this church got mad at me. They say that you do this is bad. We're going to chase a lot of people out of the church because you lay hand on people in America. We should not do this. We should have a seeker-sensitive service. Therefore, they threaten me. If you continue to lay hand and cast out demons and move in the spirit, people fall under the power. People laugh in the Holy Spirit. We're going to leave this church. So please stop. These are rich people in the church. At that time, I was so fearful of man. I said, "Okay, I stop. I'm gonna have a one and a half hour service. No more lay hand on people. I want all these rich people to stay." Two weeks later, God came to me, "Son, do you have a fear of God? Are you gonna honor these people, or are you gonna honor me? Why do you quench my Holy Spirit? I give you the anointing to move in the fire." But you quench the Holy Spirit. Choose today. You're gonna be led by the fear of man, which is a snare to your life, or you're gonna have the fear of God. I repented. I said, God, I'm sorry. I was moved by the fear of man. Next Sunday, I lay hand again. Amen. And. They left. <laughs> I said they because many of them. I lost maybe 20 members that year. That's okay. Right after that, God brought in Derek and Deborah and <laughs> Joshua and so many new people come in. Those who love the Holy Spirit, Amen. Praise God. When I started the church, I was in a denomination that believed that. The apostle owned the church, so everyone had to send money to the apostle, and everyone had to listen to this apostle only, not even the Holy Spirit. Whatever he say, he is the final word. So I followed this doctrine with this denomination for a long time. One day I was touched by the Holy Spirit. I fell under the power in the old church building. God touched me, and then He talked to me, "Son, you remember the Book of Revelation, chapter two and three? I talk." To the angel of the church, and the apostle is not the owner of the church. I am the owner. I'm the head, not you. You are the pastor. I'm not call myself apostle. I'm a pastor, but this church belong to Jesus, not to you, and not to any man. After he said that to me, okay, Lord, I repent. From now on, I'm one of the servant. I am not the owner of New Hope International Church. Amen. I repented. Did I make mistake? Did I miss it? Yes, I miss it in my life so many times. But God corrected me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me. The Holy Spirit showed me in the Bible what wrong I have done and I have to repent. And because I do that, when the devil come, <laughs> and the devil will go away. Because I'm an obedient son of God, I'm not a rebel son of God. When God warned me something, yes, Lord, I obey you. I submit myself to the Lord. 
I give you another example. I know it's uh, quite unrelated to you, but I just show example how we submit ourselves to God. I give you example. Another issue about church life is we call divine order. In the kingdom of heaven, there is a divine order. Basically, this way, God has the highest authority on the universe, in heaven and on earth. He has the highest authority. And then he delegated his authority to the president, to the pastor, to the husband and wife, and to the teacher in the school, to the boss at your work. So there is a delicate authority into the leadership of each institution. So if we really submitted ourselves to God, we will submit to his authority. What it means is that because we never see God, we submit ourselves to the delicate authority in that institution. i give you an example. I went to Toronto many years ago to preach in a Laotian church. The pastor came to pick me up at the airport. We did not know each other. They invited me to go. So I went. When we got out from the airport, I talked to him right away. Pastor, can I preach about Holy Spirit? Can I preach about the fire? Can I lay hand in your church? Can I cast demon out in your church? The reason I ask that because if that man, that pastor just say, no, you cannot preach about the Holy Spirit. This is, uh, I think it's a Lutheran church, something like that, not even spirit-filled church. You cannot talk about Holy Spirit. You cannot cast out demons. You cannot lay hand. You know what I'm going to do? Yes, sir. I will not talk about Holy Spirit in your church. Because I need to submit to your authority. God give authority to you for this congregation. I could not stop in, step in, and say I'm going to do whatever I want. I need to submit to his authority in that house. And that way I show that I submit to the authority of God. And if I do that way, the devil cannot touch me. Because I learned how to submit myself to God. Which also means I submit myself to the delegated authority of each home, each church, each institution, company, and each country. I live in America. I need to submit myself to the government here. If I fly to Germany, I need to submit myself to the law of German government. You see myself? You see, you see the, the truth here? Okay. Come to the conclusion. That's why I say this is a short teaching, but pretty heavy. A lot of you may not like it. <laughs> when you decline to submit yourself to God, God's protection is lifted up. You say, I'm going to go my own way. I don't care what the word of God says. I don't care what the Holy Spirit says. I run my own life, even though I'm a child of the living God. I believe in Jesus. I have my own doctrines. I don't care what the Bible say. God say this way? No, I want this way. If you live your life that way, it will be very difficult for God to speak to you because you're so rebellious, stubborn, hard-headed, and you walk in the same way as the devil. So what happens when the devil attacks you? 
the Lord cannot help you. He cannot protect you. He cannot chase the devil away from you. And that's why many Christians die at early age, get into big trouble. This morning, I listened to a testimony of two sisters from Colorado. I'm going to record the testimony that I share with you. What they share with me, they stay at my house. They say that one day, they so burned out by ministry, and they told God, God, you know, I'm not going to serve anymore. I just want to be Sunday Christian, go to church and warm the seat. I don't want to serve anymore. And they were driving a car with the two, three kids in the car. Suddenly, the car came into the icy road, and the car ran down the slope on the icy road. One car already popped like this, like out of the road and flipped in front of them. Right away, they repented. <laughs> they cried, God, I'm sorry. And three sisters, they themselves, both of them, and another sister in California, saw Jesus in the vision that Jesus came down to the car and put his big hand on the car after they repented. This is happened in very quick period, in a few seconds. And the car stopped on that icy road, slopey road. If they did not repent, they're going to run their own life. They're going to do their own way. They don't want to serve God anymore. I believe the car will flip because the protection of God cannot be there. My brother and sister, this is the truth. God created us to have free will. He cannot force us to believe anything in the Bible. He cannot force us to accept anything he says. It's our own free will, our choice, whether we're going to believe, whether we're going to read the Bible, listen to the teaching, submit to the Holy Spirit or not, is our own decision. A lot of Christians out there, they say, I'm a good Christian. But the problem is this, there are two kinds of Christians. This is, I know, pretty heavy subject. Listen carefully. I know if you can get this message, it's going to change your life. There are Christians who say, I believe in God. I believe in Jesus. A lot of people in America say that way. I believe in Jesus. I believe in God. I believe in God. But believing in God is different from I believe God scripturally. Listen carefully. I believe that there is God and the devil believed too. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. Yes, the devil believed too that Jesus is the son of God. But they just believe and when you ask this question to this believer, do you believe God can heal you? Yes, I believe. Yeah, God can heal me. Do you believe God can perform miracles? Yes, I believe God can perform miracles. Yes, I believe. But the question is, do you believe God scripturally? Do you believe God in the way the Bible says? And you live your life the way the Bible says. Believing God scripturally. If I want to change into the simple word in English, are you biblical Christians? Are you spirit-led Christians? Or you are a rebel Christian who do your own things, running your own life and have your own doctrine, going your own way. You make decisions on yourself. You never talk to God. You never look at the Bible. You never listen to the Holy Spirit. What kind of Christians you are? I want to encourage you to do. I know this sermon is very heavy. But I think this is a key to really save your life from dying too soon, getting into a car accident, 
and allowing the devil to kill you and attack you. The question is, are we obedient Christians? Do we believe God scripturally? Everything we do, we look at the Bible. We listen to the Holy Spirit. When the voice of God come in to you, you say, yes, I do it. Or you say, oh, no, no, I don't care. You can say whatever you want. I'm not going to do it. I run my own life. It is not easy for God to really lead and move rebellious Christians. And when we are rebellious against the Bible and against the Holy Spirit, we cannot be blessed. We cannot be protected. And trouble can come. And the devil will not go away, flee from us. When we say, get out of here, he say, no, I'm not going to get out. Because you serve yourself. You do your own things. Please repent and obey the Lord. Submit yourself to the word of God. Submit yourself to the spirit of God. Because the word show his perfect will, way and plan. Follow the Bible. Therefore, we need to know the Bible. Therefore, we need to believe that the Bible is the word of God. And this is the way it works. When you believe in the Bible and practice the Bible and submit to the Holy Spirit, you give the right to the Holy Spirit to move, to work, to perform miracle, to bring supernatural breakthrough to your life. The Holy Spirit in you will do the job for you because you submit to the Word and you submit to Him and you don't rebel against Him. When you walk in rebellion, you open the door for the devil to come in to destroy you. I don't know about you. All these 40 years, I want to be that kind of Christian. I submit to God. I say, God, tell me whatever the Bible says, I do it. Whatever the Holy Spirit tells me to do, I do it. I'm not going to be a rebel son of God. And I know when the devil tried to attack me and I say, get out of here, he has to flee. He cannot kill me. He cannot steal from me. He cannot touch my wife. He cannot touch my children. He cannot touch my members who also submit to God. I read one more time. James chapter 4 verse 7. Submit yourselves then to God, to the word and to the spirit. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Do you get this scripture now? What it means? There's one short scripture. What it means? Submit first to God. And the devil cannot do anything to you. Very important principle. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Wonderful. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us the principle in the Bible. That is to submit ourselves to you, to your word, to your Holy Spirit. Help us to be obedient Christians. Those who believe God scripturally. The word of God is our guideline. We will obey the word 
and obey the Holy Spirit, Lord. Oh, Lord, we're all still developing, growing in the Lord, in the spiritual life. We have not been perfected, but we're still seeking to grow. And we know, Father, without the ministry of the Holy Spirit, we cannot grow. We will be carnal Christians. We will be mental Christians, solid Christians. We want to be spiritual Christians, Christians who are led, who are empowered by the Holy Spirit all the days of our life. Lord, you promised us in the book of Joel chapter 2 that in the last day, you shall pour your spirit upon all flesh. And Lord, when your spirit comes, we will see healing, deliverance, glory, power. And your people can go out to preach the gospel, Lord, just like in the book of Acts, Lord. Lord, you say in the Bible, the glory of the end time church, of the latter house, shall be greater than the early house. We are in the latter house time. The book of Acts is in the early house. Therefore, we believe the outpouring of the Spirit shall be so strong. The glory shall be thicker and thicker and thicker as we come near the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, this church, this congregation, these people are hungry and we want to receive your outpouring of the Holy Spirit, Lord. And we don't want to be the same, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I just want to make sure that every one of you is born again. I just want to make sure that Jesus is your Lord and your Savior. Therefore, if you're not sure yet, follow my prayer. And confess to God together. Father in heaven, I admit, Lord, I am a sinner. I repent of my sin and ask you for your forgiveness. Lord Jesus, you are the Son of the living God. You are my Lord and my Savior. You were raised from the dead on the third day Lord Jesus come into my heart be my God sit on the throne of my life from today on I submit myself to you to your word to your spirit and the devil cannot do anything to me I shall live and not die. I will live a long life, enjoy life, and run my race to the finish line. I will finish my course with joy, and I will see you in heaven with big rewards and a crowd of glory on my head. Thank you, Lord, for loving me first. Teach me, Lord. Guide me. Lead me. Anoint me 
use me, provide for me, protect me. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want me to pray for you, you can come to the front, and I will pray for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Jesus. If you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues, when I pray for you, just receive the Holy Spirit and open your mouth and speak. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Lord, you are the one who baptized your people. Lord Jesus, not me. You are the one who baptized your people with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Therefore, right now, I invite the Lord Jesus to be in this room, the fourth man in the fiery furnace, the Almighty God in the lion's den. Lord, I invite you to be here to touch your people, to fill your people with the Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, come and touch them. Come and touch them, Lord. <laughs> touch them. Thank you, Jesus. Filled. 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 Touch them, my Lord, my Lord Jesus. Touch them, touch them. Fire, fire, my Lord. Touch. <laughs> fire. <laughs> Fill with the Holy Ghost. Fill with the Holy Ghost. Fire. 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 Surrender. Fire. Go ahead and laugh. Go ahead and laugh. Don't hold back. Just laugh. <laughs> what a laugh <laughs> Laughter is a sign of victory 
Gonna laugh. Fire! 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Feel <laughs> fire. Fire. Felt. 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 Jesus, my Lord Jesus, fire, 
Holy Spirit, the Spirit of the living God, give life to your mortal body. Fire, filled. Fire. <laughs> Fire. Yes, thank you, Jesus. Fire. Fire! Surrender to the Lord. Let him perform surgery on you. Let him perform plastic surgery on you. He can do only at the level you surrender. He is a gentleman, God. He will never force himself into your life. The more you surrender, the more he can do his work. The more you run your own life, you think you are able to do it yourself, he will back off. Therefore, surrender to the Lord. Let him do it. Let him do it. Fire! Shukambra shikata. Oranchuka rampa shikata. Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Surrender to him. Let him come in to do whatever he wants. Let Jesus have his freedom to touch you, to change you, to revive you, to perform surgery in you, to cleanse you, to sanctify you. Surrender. Don't keep the old things. Let him come in. Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. You're the good God. Sukorapa kaskida, sukontrapa sikatarayalababa. Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! Darkness has to leave. Light comes in. Darkness has to leave. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Yes, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your will be done. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. The chains are broken. The yokes are destroyed. 
the veil in front of your eyes removed by the hand of God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Fire! 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 <laughs> Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Cambodian laughter. Khmer laughter. Khmer laughter. <laughs> Fire! Fire! Go ahead if you want to cry. If God made you cry, just go ahead and cry. God is cleansing you. God is cleansing you, yeah. Let Him come and cleanse you, remove all the junk in your life, and use you. Go ahead and cry. Let him cleanse you right now. Fire! 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 May the Lord bless you. May the Lord who is your Father take care of you, provide for you, strengthen you, Open the right door for you. Help you. Give wisdom to you. He takes care of you. He is your good father. Fire. Yes. Trust in the Lord. He is your daddy. He is your father. Let him help you. Don't worry. He will take care of every detail of your life. Say the Lord. He will take care of you. Just follow Him. Seek Him first. And He will do the rest for you. Fire! I bless you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> I bless you. I bless you. Fire! To know you more. Surrender, be healed. I command sickness in your body to leave you right now. I command sickness to leave you right now. You are completely healed supernaturally, graciously by the hand of Jesus Christ. Right now, fire! 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Dorokoshikatarapa. Oh, Rapasikatarapakaski. Fire! 
<laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> Filled. Fire. Filled. 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 Fire. Surrender. Filled. Surrender. and visit you right now. <laughs> Fire! 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 Blessing! Favor! Grace! Fire! Fire! <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. You're such a good God. <laughs> yes, Lord. The joy of the Lord is your strength. You need the joy. You don't serve the Lord with burden. You don't serve the Lord with sadness. You serve the Lord with joy. The joy of the Lord. The joy of faith. Joy and faith comes together. When you have more faith, you have more joy. Joy, joy, joy. Yes. Fire! Fire! Thank you, Jesus. Surrender. Filled. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Fire. 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 Indonesian laughter. Indonesian laughter. Fire! 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 Fire, fire, filled, fire, fire, I want <laughs> thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, <laughs> thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire, 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 fire. 
Thank you, Jesus. Fire. Fire. Go deeper in the Spirit of God. Go deeper in the things of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of God is your answer. He will help you. He will strengthen you. He will give life to you. He will give wisdom to you, say the Lord. Go deeper in the things of the Spirit. Fire! 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 Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Fire. Fire. Shakatara Kushkita. Phil. 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 <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Fire! 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 We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty. Friends think that 
Oh, you 